good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I'm so glad that you're listening to Living Truthfully. My name is Amani Maranga, and I'm glad that you're here listening to this podcast. I'm also glad that you're sharing, 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 and you're giving us feedback on this podcast. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, please keep it coming because this feedback is life. Now, last week I started a conversation with Dr. Oscar. We discovered that a lot of us are in hostage situations. Is your relationship a hostage situation? Is your job, I'm sure most jobs has, <laughs> are hostage situations. You know what? I want to continue that conversation with Dr. Oscar. He has some pretty important things to say. So, kama kawaida voters too. Bring your cup of tea. This time you might need a pen and a notebook. And then get ready. Because we're seconds away. Round five. And I have to say, these conversations contain mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. So here goes. such profound things okay so um i have another question for you yeah i was talking to chris hart mm. um and you know that that mzee has a few interesting things to say dr hart dr hart yes um so dr hart suggested yes that in the dating game mm-hmm. it's the women who choose who 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 the mate is and not us guys not the men oh absolutely no you can't agree with the guy <laughs> listen dude when 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 you're hitting on a mama oh my goodness it's you hitting on the mama it's me choosing this is the mama i'm gonna hit on uh-huh. okay uh-huh. and then me going now after what i want and in my mind the myth i've always believed yes is if a guy you know pangas is toro well is uh game his game is right he's 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 persistent enough you know in a sense to show that i really am interested then the mama is going to gear box Kumbe were the ones being gizzard box. I really, really don't like this conversation. <laughs> so, Amani, I'm here to even add your depression ah, more. Good. Now, I'm going to even take his conversation further mm-hmm. and, and, and zoom out and not just even talk about that truth that he said and he shared. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to say is that women have a cycle, a monthly uh, cycle, mm-hmm. That is biological, but it's also very primal. Mm-hmm. And research has actually been done mm-hmm. to tell you who a woman is likely to choose again. Not so. What happens is, like you uh, as a man, mm-hmm. it depends on what stage and of the cycle she is at for you to actually be successful or not be successful. Let me let me even make it more. <laughs> let, let me even, so it's basically like you're playing. It's it's unbelievable. I, I mean, when you learn that. Mm-hmm. It is so refreshing and so interesting. Human biology is unbelievable. I'll mm. even talk to you about men mm. and their biology because we don't think we have cycles. Actually, mm. we do. But here's the thing. For women, when they're ovulating, mm-hmm. they look for genetic selection. Mm. What does that mean? Tall, dark, handsome. Tall and in the dark, handsome. Yes. <laughs> Exactly, especially in the dark. <laughs> the tall, dark. Mm-hmm. Okay, basically that to yeah. So so to stand for might that yes protector. Yes, that, that. so they're looking for those genetic markers yeah. that say that those genes will survive beyond my children, my children's children. Mm. So they're selecting for a mate mm. that is genetically endowed. What does that mean? It means that even if the guy with the eight pack and the six pack imagines mm. that it's because he has game or he has a six pack, mm. it's only for when she's ovulating. That's seven days of the month. Mm. Okay? Okay. Or about 10. I don't know how many there. Mm. Then she goes into a lull, into what people call the PMS. Mm. And then she goes into the period and whatever it is. Mm. Around that time, mm-hmm. she's looking for the sensitive 
nurturer. Mm. Somebody who's going to be sensitive, not cut with her, not mm. not brief and short with her. Mm. Someone not, not only who's going to be uh, a person who's sensitive with her, but sensitive with her offspring. So that's the thing. Mm. Someone who's not going to kill the offspring she gets. Mm. Mm. So at a very biological and deep whatever that's when you start looking at things qualities of a guy with money mm. a guy with education a mm. sensitive guy mm. god fearing yeah. well traveled so the attributions mm-hmm. that are not physical are that's when they get activated so if you're the guy who's exposed widely whatever mm. if you're throwing poyos that's a throwback right there there are guys who don't even know what that is but i'm just doing that for the ogs <laughs> Yeah, uh, all, all of you that are wondering what Poyos are, <laughs> call this number 0727272272. Uh, send some Mpesa. We shall send you. <laughs> we shall decode it. We shall decode it and send you some Poyos you can use yourself. You can use yourself, <laughs> exactly. So it becomes that now they're looking for a mate that is more reliable emotionally. Mm. And so when you know that on the grander scale, you stop asking women the irrelevant questions so what should i ask him are you in a period now yeah <laughs> <laughs> well if you don't get slapped <laughs> I, 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 i look but but i'm just saying in terms of like just approaching yeah. the question of the dating game from a, just a purely human perspective mm. of just getting to know the person before mm. looking for the end game mm. the woman has really selected or not selected you so mm. just be easy and fall in line basically You know, I, I was talking to my my students and I was talking to a group of women the other day and I was telling them about rejection and that they need to learn about rejection mm. because men are rejected daily. We are rejected every day. And and we 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 have the rejection muscle mm. is really strong. Mm. But for many women it's not really that mm. developed. So mm. imagine if as a woman you approach a guy and then he says no, that really scars you and it really mm. makes you wonder what's wrong with you and yet mm. It's a human condition. I mean, we as men get rejected all the time. Every single day. And so for Sometimes men, thrice. yeah, and that's why I tell men, you know what? Yes, you might want a, a certain woman so much or really want to follow her. But just it's just about, you know, when is it that you're talking to her? What's mm. going on? You know, um, and yeah. And and again, sending M-Pesa will probably unlock <laughs> the questions to ask. But, but basically, <laughs> but basically, I mean, there is that. And I, 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 I really agree with Dr. Hart's analysis about... So what are the men cycles? Or what are the men biological? So men are equipped with the destructive hormone, testosterone. Mm-hmm. And it's destructive because in large doses, testosterone actually starts attacking your body as opposed to helping it. So it's what helps you build muscle, it's what helps you break your voice, it's what makes you lose your hair. It's it's what gives you that um, aggression which is under what many people who are XY chromosomally are very uh you know are, you know are astute at. Mm. So what happens with men is that testosterone has a cycle which dips. I was reading a research paper once that was talking about the cycle being about every 18 days. Oh, really? Just so like a rapid cycle. Mm. So that days when you're gonna wake up and you'll feel, I can take over the world, I can mm. do a lot, I'll accomplish mm. a lot, mm. I'll record 25 episodes of my, of my, my podcast. Of my I'm, podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm on the move. Right? And mm. then there are days when you don't even want to see a microphone. You don't want to interact with people. And you're not de- depressed, really. It's just a dip in tea. Hmm. And so, in fact, what men are usually asked is to go and look at your your levels of T in your body, and mm. you know, and see if it's regulated enough to actually know if you're operating optimally. So, of late, I've just been very, very interested in this, you know, biochemical balances in our bodies. Even as we talk about these things sociologically, psychologically, and all mm. that stuff, mm. on the very bedrock we have is biology, what we can't run away from, and then. We build on that with experiences, environment, socialization, in families we come from, all that stuff, the pain, mm. cycles, all that stuff. And um, But the biology is really key to even understand where we're coming from. There are guys who have more tea than others and you find them in more trouble than other people. In fact, in the prison system in the US, they're now trying to experiment with uh, the, the, the opposite of testosterone is oxytocin. Uh-huh. The love drug. I was going to say estrogen, but then. <laughs> well, estrogen, but 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 there's a component called oxytocin, mm-hmm. and that hormone is the love hormone. And you know, in research studies that have been done about you know the two rouge teams playing, 
and one of them was injected with oxytocin and the other one was injected with testosterone mm-hmm. and so they they played with each other so the behavior was funny mm-hmm. uh the ones who had testosterone were just like basically running through their opponents mm-hmm. crushing them mm-hmm. scoring tries left right and center the guys with oxytocin were sharing they were caring when, when one guy was somewhat or he was down they all come to his aid and like oh my god what's happened to you so oxytocin is a cooperation hormone mm. testosterone is the isolation hormone so it's kind of like the more tea you have in your body the less you're able to even look at your peripherals you're actually just concerned with yourself it's like a selfish hormone and you know it just wants to procreate procreate pro- that's the problem so sometimes even for men even as we try to decode the pain cycles and all that stuff mm-hmm. we need to actually say for the people who are endocrine- endocrinologists um the guys who study hormones and stuff it might be time man it might be time to just actually start saying am i balanced or am i not hmm. just a twist huh? <clears throat> i don't like you guys banner um you psychologists in fact <laughs> you're banned from my podcast <laughs> from now on <clears throat> so someone emails me okay um we shall call him r r o mm. um and he, he he said something interesting is a dude he just stumbled upon my podcast he's been binge listening on it yeah he says i'm 26 turning 27 later this year And to be quite honest, I've I haven't had much of a male presence in my life. Mm. I was raised by a single mom with two younger sisters and an mm. extended family that's predominantly female. Mm. Think the Amazonians. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, relating to men as it were has been difficult to say the least. Mm-hmm. The only organic relationships I've fostered with men have been where I've actually sought the guys looked to build a mentorship friendship with them and that's hard. Mhm. I lost my mom in 2017 and to be honest I've been in a bit of an identity crisis. Mm. I was probably still am a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking at my life and wondering I can't live for my mom anymore. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what being a man technically is. Mm. Then you know he goes on to say uh, about what the podcast has done for him. Okay. You know and my heart went out to this oh, guy wow. yeah, to Aru and and I want to say thank you for writing in. Yeah. How do I, how, what do you tell him about what being a man is? Wow. That's Wow, Aro, thank you. Again, I mean I think that you know what's giving us the fuel both Amani and I to mm. keep doing what we're doing is the feedback we're getting. This and I told him this feedback is life, man. It is. It, it is. is. I life. mean, if we didn't get this kind of feedback, I don't think you and I would be doing what we're mm. doing. No, we wouldn't. And in fact, I think part of why I had not even started my podcast sooner was just waiting and seeing because sometimes you know you want to see what kind of response mm. we're going to get mm. before you pull the trigger mm. but then now we're going to do it and and I'm just excited about that mm. that more men are coming out and at the right time to, at the right time at the right time mm. to speak about the things that they're worried about that they're concerned about because you know RO is is a symbol of a lot of men who are in that kind of position and probably they've not even lost their mom they probably even have both parents there but maybe dad is not present and he mm. and they identify more with with their mothers mm. Aro, the first thing about being a man is not what you've been told it's not about a man being you know someone that's aggressive or that doesn't listen to other people mm. a lot of the things that you've gotten from the women in your life are important because a man is made out of two chromosomes x and y the x represents what you get from women and that's okay. Mm. The why is what you get from men and probably that's what you're wondering what that is. Traditionally we were told that men were the people who said things and they never listened and they just had to be leaders automatically. Leadership does not come from the air. It comes from observing from mentorship, from those things you're trying to do. It's not late. It's not too late for you. In fact, even if you're 36 or 46, I tell you exactly the same thing that knowing that you need that kind of mentorship is a fast place to start mm. and it's a very manly thing to do it is to to ask the right that's questions right. yes and to seek the answers absolutely that's a very manly thing to do because it shows leadership absolutely mm. and and you know um you know using a sports analogy when michael jordan was re, re, you know retiring from the basketball scene mm. a few younger players at the time kobe bryant people like alan iverson were actually coming up in the league at the same time and 
what they did instead of being alpha males and just not listening or not or uh, not not listening to essentially the king mm. they actually sought him out and asked him for advice and said what can we do to actually better what you've done mm. and i think that is so amazing if you can be able to get that arrow you know amani and i will be starting congregations of men where we'll be talking to each other more intimately than mm. we are right now on the podcast but what i can say is seek out that man start looking for examples of good men who are actually doing well in the society in the community being a good man is not about how much you have in the bank being a good man is not about how many women you can be able to bag being a good man is not about being number one in everything you do being a man is about i remembering that you are essentially allowed to be on earth to fulfill a purpose to be a future leader of some kind to collaborate with people and communities you're supposed to be the strength and not physically necessarily but the strength in terms of just being even killed anger is does not look good on men it it actually is destructive so you don't wear anger and quick tempers it's about being more measured and, and even when everybody else is out of control you kind of keep your even keel and ask yourself the question you know have i heard what they've said clearly before you react being a man is not about reacting it's about responding it's about responding you need to think through thinking through things yes yeah. and so yes there might be so many bad examples of men out there which i agree but i think that they're now starting to become people who are good examples being vulnerable and being what you've just done that's a good place to begin as a man you know i, I like what you're saying because you know are all for me manhood um is about being real mm. being true to yourself that's right and that that is something you can learn yes something you can teach yourself mm-hmm. manhood is about taking initiative that's right you know mm. and you've done it you know mm. and and I want to affirm the man in you yeah. arrow and say you've done it you've, mm-hmm. you've taken initiative you're mm-hmm. you're looking out there for men you mm-hmm. that's that's manhood right there mm-hmm. And I think manhood in in some ways is also uh seeking seeking knowledge mm-hmm. so that you can rise above your circumstances. That's right. That's right? right. Yeah. So that you're able to see things from a bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. You know, so that if there's, there's a, if there's a if there's a fight you're able you have the right aptitude to zoom out. That's right. And see what is this thing and mm-hmm. how can I sort it out mm-hmm. and then take initiative on it. Mm-hmm. And Aro thanks for reaching out and just know you you have us. Absolutely. And Amani you're right. I mean and it's not going to be easy necessarily Aro because mm-hmm. as you said, you know, uh you've hung around women majority of your life. Mm-hmm. And I always say that a tall tree usually has deep roots and it's going to take a while for you to get to the bottom of those roots. And By the way, you're not pathological in any way. So I, I just also don't want you to imagine that you have a problem. You don't have a problem. No, as many men have grown up in the world and you know, around women it's it's great. Uh, you know, maybe there's a few things you could learn from women about how to become human. Mm. At, at essentially that is where we need That's to begin. True. That's you know, true. How to be human fast even true. before you know, diverting into whether you're male or female. Mm. I mean, there's some things that are common to all of us. And I think, you know, just reaching out and and, and listening to Where we're going to be meeting with guys and sharing a cup of coffee. Um before we talk about your podcast and maybe bring this to a shutdown. Though you know you and I we can talk forever, eh? Well, yeah, exactly. We can we can we, can, <laughs> we normally do. Uh, I want to address some of the female feedback yes. that I've gotten. Great. And listen, chicks, msizoe, this is this is a dude space, eh? <laughs> But for the sake of my brothers who have to deal with you. <laughs> um not maybe two or three days ago. Mm. A friend of mine, a lady, yeah, uh who's trying to date a guy just like me. Mm. Uh divorced. Mm-hmm. Um but he's currently going through his divorce, so okay. he's not done. Yeah. Um and you know, they they have known each other since our kids. Mm. Um this is like the love of her life okay from those days mm. and i have to say the reason i'm asking i have a selfish reason okay. to for asking this particular question because <laughs> um being a divorced guy yeah and now considering getting back into the dating scene mm-hmm. 
and maybe have some having some near misses here and there <laughs> yeah um if i'm going to be really honest so this is living truthfully yes i think i'm very hard to date okay i'm very hard to date because i'm injured mm. i'm scared yeah um and and this is exactly what she was going through this mm. person is yeah. going through yeah so i don't i don't feel like i'm ready for commitment mm. Uh, for many reasons and i've given myself good reasons okay. which include my children mm. and time to grow and yeah. things like that yeah. refining myself like i've rationalized some reasons okay but i'm i'm commitment phobic right now mm. um secondly i i'm not sure i know what i want okay even and maybe when i see, even when i see it i'll probably sabotage it mm. because I'm a giver mm. and I don't know how to receive love. Okay. Okay. Wow. It's profound. You understand? So mm-hmm. I I know I know how to give. Yeah. Happy. Mm. I'm in control of that. Mm. When I need to be vulnerable to the space of being re- given, yeah. being given, I don't know how to receive that and I feel like I don't deserve it. Mm. Mm. And I feel like that was a conversation, you know, this other guy could be going through. Yeah. Because if he like me i don't know him but if if he like me mm-hmm. was the villain quote and quote in his relationship yeah. that he doesn't feel like he deserves that's love. right in fact that's what i was going to say that you know it's what we call self recrimination you know the the, mm-hmm. the 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 overwhelming guilt from past mm-hmm. relationships and mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and and a man you and i went through your journey mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. and there are many places where you blamed yourself mm-hmm. or even blamed other people in your life mm-hmm. and yeah you're right in terms of like you know You know the goodness about it is that you're sensible enough to look at yourself and see where you are mm. and take a gauge. Right? Mm-hmm. And you see it doesn't mean that you'll never be ready. Yeah, no. Nah. And so and then also the pressure should never be on anyone including your friend mm. to get into a relationship or to date. Mm. And and sometimes the best people we have in our lives are the ones we're the most intimate with and that's not necessarily the person you're dating. So the question is to for this mama. Yeah. And I hear you thank you for affirming this for me. Yeah. How do you deal with someone like me? How do you deal with someone yeah. who uh, whose insecurities have grown mm. so much more mm-hmm. because of this period? Yeah. Okay, this very specific period that uh, the divorce uh, and separation happens. How do you how do you deal with someone like this? Is is there is there room for this chick or does she need to the magic word unconditional love? if someone is only in your life because of what they want as an end game mm. which means being with you forever in mm. their head mm. then they shouldn't even be there she needs to reevaluate why she wants that guy if it's about ending up with him she probably needs to take a step back the reality is that she needs to be empathic enough to not want him to rush the process to not want him to rush the grieving of the loss of relationship mm. To not rush him to schedule how the kids will be picked up or will be seen just because she's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Those are all selfish reasons. And if someone cannot be able to see what you're going through, Amani, they don't deserve you. I think you're in a better space now, even giving to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And a time will come, of course, for you to be loved back. And I know that we love you. I mean, you know, I love you. Oh, thanks, It's like man. a brother. And, and, love you, man. <laughs> you know, and and you, you have too, that bro. space. Mm-hmm. And I and I know, of course, it's not the same as a love mm-hmm. of a partner. Mm-hmm. And because we have these people who love us around us but it's a deeper question of saying that are you ready to engage in a new set of responsibilities that come with a romantic relationship and even having gone through the question of intimacy passion as well mm-hmm. as commitment and even as you're saying you're commitment phobic remember we talked about those three things mm-hmm. can you imagine right now the only person that might fit in your life is someone who's big on passion Or or intimacy. intimacy yeah mostly intimacy probably yeah, who yeah. will connect with you mm. with the depth of whatever you're talking about and mm. even her herself mm. telling you sharing and then what's going to end up happening is that you're going to be so intimate with each other you'll forget to decide whether you want to commit or even the passion around you so and then and then at the end of now at the tail end of you dealing with your issues you're left bare 
and now you don't have anything to talk about because what was bringing you guys commonly together was the termination of a relationship mm, mm. or what you're dealing with now you don't have anything to talk about with this person because essentially they are the, your therapist I hear you, but this is exactly what I told her. I told like I told her unconditional love. This is That's exactly it. what you said. But as I said it, I felt selfish. Mm. So she's trying to get this guy to this point yes, where absolutely. the end game works. And yeah. this guy is dealing with and, I, I call and, it juggling grenades, eh? Cuz when there, the there are thing. things that if a ball drops, it explodes. <laughs> like it's 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 not just juggling balls juggling grenades you know yes. if it drops that's it we're dead that's it mm-hmm. and i feel selfish mm-hmm. for wanting unconditional love mm-hmm. without giving you back anything now i know i don't have anything to give you mm-hmm. now i know that for sure i'm like i know as a i mean if you come into my life as a mama right now you'll be giving 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 mm. and you'll be giving to a guy who doesn't know how to receive yes. number one number one <laughs> yes but number two who has nothing to give you back and that's it I, isn't know, that a very selfish place to be as no, a mother so, look I, i don't i don't i don't judge it as selfish mm. I, in fact i don't even view it as selfish i think it's the right thing for you to do at the time because you're avoiding a toxic engagement mm. because what's going to happen is if you enter into a normal relationship mm. so to speak whatever mm. normal means mm. is that that person is going to be in your life expecting you to be a reloaded guy mm. like you know reset button mm. like starting from zero it's like you've never dated before mm. it's mm. like you've no you mm. don't have all this experience behind you and the question becomes a money for you the woman that needs to be with you has to be oh my goodness i'm telling you she has to be emotionally emotionally astute she has to be so in- intelligent as well to be able to know what you're dealing with and emotionally mature enough to allow you the space to vent to rant mm. to regress mm. to come and be in this man cave mm. of yours mm. she has to do all those things the question is is there such a person because again at that point then there's a danger and that's why I'm saying she needs to be emotionally mm. uh mature. Mm. There's a danger of someone coming and saying even when you are down I was the one who was there for you. Now, the games that human beings play with each other is basically holding each other hostage emotionally. Because we're taking each other hostage, man. You must love me because mm. I did ABCD for yeah, you and yeah. dare you walk away. How attractive is that? It's not. Bro. That's what most people are in. In fact, if you ask most people who are in relationships right now, they are in hostage situations. Just because of the day when the, you got a, a a puncture or something, someone came to your rescue, all of a sudden, mm. now you're holding you owe them. them. Yeah. Now you owe them. And now it's almost like guys are afraid of saying what they really need. Women are afraid of saying what they need. And now it's like you're walking on eggshells all the time and so the only place that's saving people, saving in quotes of mm. course, mm. is IG and Facebook. Mm. So we look okay. Mm. But if you actually touch the surface, scratch the surface, it's Things hollow. It's hollow because people are just in hostage. Like I'm telling you. Like right now man, you're attractive. You're attractive in all the ways that somebody might actually be looking for. But then you know right before we entered here, mm. we talked about we had this kind of <laughs> All right, let's get into it. <laughs> we talked about what men how men and women interact yes and what men and women hear mm. so i said when it comes to handling truth men seem to be a bit better and i could be biased and i could be wrong and i stand Dude, correct i'm with you on this one and i could because <laughs> as we hear yes. what is said it hurts us it yes. if it's a hurting truth yes it but we know we deal with the truth we yes. deal with the facts you're told the facts and so you go from your logical and rational yeah. self and you say my goodness i can't believe she told me abcd she's mm. going through a divorce she's going through these things oh my god i can't believe it or rather she's just gone through a divorce she has this kid she has to share custody with or oh my god that's that's not the ideal situation but you know what mm. let me even stay away from her for a bit i just she deals with that issue like we, we deal with the reality yes you deal with, with the, the reality yeah. but most women are sitting there and you're telling them I'm a recently divorced man. I have children that I need to be mm. planning for. Mm. I have my career that I, I don't have anything to give. A man yeah. you've said them all on air. Yeah, yeah. You've said I don't have anything to give. Yeah, the person who's cup. coming yeah. is going to be the one giving and I'm mm. not going to give them anything. But you know what some people are hearing? Mm-mm. They're hearing themselves. 
what they want. So it means that a lot of women, as they're sitting down and being told the truth mm. by men, especially who've gone through a lot of hurtful things and mm. hurting things, mm. and maybe the time to rebuild themselves, they don't listen to what the guy is saying. Mm-mm. They listen to themselves and the end game. So your friend needs to ask herself, is she listening to the guy or is she herself. listening to herself? If you, if you really love someone or if you really care about someone, you'll find time for them. That is hostage taking 101. And what I think we need to actually understand right now is we need to become authentic. And your podcast title is Living Truthfully and it's time for the truth. Dude, there's no more time for hostage taking. For all the men listening to this, all the women listening to this, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be alive. You're going to thrive. You're going to do well. But the first condition you have to meet for that to happen is you've got to really look at yourself and ask yourself, why is the person in your life there? Are you holding them hostage? Are you really just coming up with your list of things they must fulfill for you to be happy? Who are you? At the end of the day, the question becomes, why do you imagine that anybody should suspend their own happiness, their own life, their own craft, their own building themselves for your happiness? What is so important about your own happiness? And by the way, I'm not knocking chicks. I'm knocking both men and women. That is a problem. It's like we walk in with this list of demands. It's like we are lawyers who are taking people hostage and we have these things that someone has to sign at the bottom. Then it's contracts that have not even been discussed. So next week you're in trouble and you don't even know why you're in trouble. We need to start examining how we are living and asking ourselves if we are better off with each other or without each other. And on that bombshell, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I know, maybe that I might might get some flack on my own. But no, you 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 need you need security. We provide security (laughs) for you. No, but but I'm just speaking my truth. No, and I agree with your truth. Yeah, speak my truth. So uh, I don't even want to talk about your podcast first because I have a question. (laughs) I have another question for you. Sorry, bro. It's okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually, you know, I think this these topics excite me and even at right this moment, I think my blood is pumping more because they're very rare forums like these ones. Mm. And if they're there in the first place. And if they're there, they're normally colored by something else. Mm. Which is not which makes people avoid. Mm. Whether it's religion, mm. whether it's um organizational, mm. whether it's family traditions whether it's culture which people don't even understand what it is but they throw it in there just to caution themselves but I think that at the end of the day ultimately man you know how I feel now is that you know it's our responsibility somehow Mm. to speak what's in our heart and to by the time we die Amani you know I'm hoping that we do this for years and years and years 50 at least right 50 at least and Mm. we say that you know we left it all on the table and at least to the best of our knowledge and to the best of our ability that we did it from a good place and it was not manipulative in any way we're just Mm. speaking what we thought and and of course there's going to be very many contrarian views which is great and they're, well, and they're welcome here. I mean, if, you have, you, if you're of a different, opi- or Absolutely. different Absolutely. opinion, please bring it here. And you, you see, the, there's there's a man that I love listening to. Uh, he's a psychologist as well. And he says, mm. to be able to think, you've got to risk offending other people. And bro, you dropped bombshells today. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> That's what happens when I go to America. <laughs> America. <laughs> you're a dad. Yes. You have a young one. Yes. She's turning one on Thursday. Yeah. Every time I call you, I'm, uh, you're, you're always <laughs> daddying. Yeah. I hear, I hear her in the background. Absolutely. You're always daddying. Yeah. How is that for you? Well, look, let me tell you, um, it keeps you honest. Mm. It's amazing. I mean, I think for me, it's been an amazing journey. I cut her in Bill Cord. Um, oh, wow. I did, and, I did the same for my son right? as well. Yeah. That's, a, that's amazing. Yeah. I had so just watching her grow. Um, and having that bond you know reminds you why you need to be authentic and why you need to be mm. truthful in the way you live mm. and especially you know when you see the helplessness and the transformation of a human being mm. I, you know you know I probably have a an advantage over many other people probably just because of my background being a psychologist mm. but that does not mean that I 
navigate it any different from any other Are you already being. shrinking your daughter? Is this what you're doing? <laughs> That's what I'm saying that it does not work. <laughs> Try shrinking, she'll duck. <laughs> but but I mean it's but it's a great thing. I think it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and my wife as well just seeing the transformation of her becoming this you know, woman and this mother mm. is not an easy thing. And that's I was even talking about the transformations about, you know, accepting things graciously and gracefully mm. through different stages of life. Mm. Where I am right now also it's about responsibilities, about you know, really just reaching out to people and and finding out what is the best version of who they are. Mm. How can we all attain it? Mm. So I want the best for my daughter. I want the best for my wife, I want the best for myself. And for any people that I come into contact with, that nowadays it's about can I deposit in your bank? Um that's something that's not pain. Mm. Well, it's actually healing. Mm. It's basically like that's a deposit I want to make in people's lives now. You have a very busy career. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> this is like this is like a holiday for me. Let, let me let me tell you guys. Eh? When I get Dr. Oscar into studio, I yeah. feel like I should lock everything down, clear the day, and you know, and, uh, and you know, just make sure that he's uh, I glean as much from him. Yeah. And I know, I mean, you're my friend. You yes. give, you give me time, you Absolutely. give me air time. We talk on phone and yeah. we share ideas. Yeah. Um, but I know how extremely busy you are. Yeah. Um, and now I, I want to ask you two questions, just sure. man to man, yeah. you know, brother yeah. to brother. Yeah. One, how do you find time for yourself? Mm. How do you find time to, you know, the kikuyu word is on my tongue. I'm trying not to use it. We're sure candidate here, you know, <laughs> to return yourself. to return yourself to yourself. Yeah. Um, so that's one. Yeah. Just how how do you find time for yourself, for you? Mm-hmm. So where it's you're not playing the role daddy, mm. you're not playing the role husband, mm. you're not playing the role lecturer, you yeah. know, you're not playing the role doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. you're just Oscar. Yeah. Um, and secondly, yeah. if you do, if you ever do find a time, then yeah. how do you balance? What what have you found a formula mm. for just balancing this? wild that you live in okay um wow that's a very good question and i think it's even going to benefit a lot more other helpers out there and especially psychologists that i really treasure because i'm training a lot of them mm. um and 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 i want to lead by example you know not to burn out mm. because people's issues can be really heavy mm. and because it's real and because when we engage with them we we're not necessarily removed from them mm. we feel people's pain and we walk with them mm. through the darkest of their hours and that's not really something easy mm. so one of the ways that i that i do that is by ensuring that my schedule has untouchable times mm. first of all my sundays Mm-hmm. are no go zone for most people mm. and yes it has family time in it mm. but it also has me time in it mm. uh saturday mornings also many times mm. are my time mm. so i dash to like the garage i love i love cars i love mm. fixing cars mm-hmm. i love like mm. you know upgrading mm. stuff mm. so i i take my time away but mostly because i'm an introvert mm. what i've found is that every day mm. of the week meditation really helps me and I do I've been doing that since 2007 mm. and I think when we talk about the journey of my life at one point I'll, I'll I'll tell the listeners about the time when I went to Japan and it changed me completely transformed mm. who I am and I realized Japanese people while they might have 24 hours mm. they live 72 hours worth of time in that 24 mm. they have a way of extending and expanding time mm. that's a skill that I've I think that I've managed to learn. Mm-hmm. I do many things like you've mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. just on the fly, you know, I, I you know I'm a professor to SIU. Mm-hmm. Um I do my own consulting work, mm-hmm. I do a lot of research, I do you know conferences, mm-hmm. I do I have responsibilities at home yes. and even with family and even with my nuclear family, yeah. with my brothers, yeah. family of origin. Yeah. Yes, exactly, all that stuff. So um so to me it's important to just steal time. Part of it is like even right now my phone is on airplane mode. Mm-hmm some people complain they can't find me on phone and stuff and i would just want to urge anybody who tries ringing me and and, and and not finding me just realize i'm trying to because what happened to money was this about two years ago um and i think it was right after westgate and after garissa and i'd been doing a lot of things in the media mm. to do with trauma and everything yes, yes. 
I kid you not, I used to get minimum 60 calls a day. Wow. Six zero, not six, 60. And none of them were, how are you doing? All of them were, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Can mm. you do this? Can you do the other? Mm. And I found myself burning out. I think my year of burnout was 2016 mm. or 27, around 2016, 2017. So I deliberately started just taking a step back and I said, hey, what am I doing? I'm going to mm. crash and burn. Yeah. And so I decided that I'll, I'll engage with things using the rule of thirds. Mm. So I have the rule of thirds that I apply. Okay. That means that Every day, mm-hmm. 24 hours, I split into three. Okay, so like bands of eight hours. Band, bands of eight hours, okay. if possible. Mm-hmm. So the first band is resting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and resting could mean sleeping or in a state, sedentary state, mm. uh, replenishing myself. I'm listening to your podcast. I'm listening to other people, yeah. edifying myself and stuff like that. So that's rest. Okay. Then I have eight hours ideally working mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily true because i don't necessarily have eight hours of, of work, work yeah. but working so i know that i'm in that work mindset yeah. so, so you're so. researching you're absolutely in class you're exactly you're i'm consulting, marking, I'm consulting you're, you're students marking, yes yeah, the, whatever the, it is yeah and then i have eight hours of life mm-hmm. what i mean is i spend time with my daughter yes. every day minimum three or four hours yeah wow. and i would love to urge all fathers please if you can mm. if it means you wake up at 5 a.m do it mm. you will not regret it no you won't i'm I hoping agree. not to regret it. No, you won't, you <laughs> maybe won't. i'm speaking to myself in the future right so i do life mm. so it's time for my family mm-hmm. of origin time for my other family brothers like you mm. other people who've come into my life because i've realized that family is not just about blood it's about uh, family some some family you choose right exactly so yeah. my 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 blood family and my chosen family mm. as also i do all those things i speak with my dad more than i've ever done in my life my mom as well and mm. so it's kind of like you know that really keeps me and that it keeps me connected because i realized when i was in the states for all the years i was away it was very easy to just unplug mm. and go into this funk and into this space where you think that you have your own small kingdom and you're doing all these things you think are important and once you graduate you realize it was only you who were celebrating everyone mm. else is like say what now graduate what what are you doing again <laughs> because you made it so important yeah, to yourself yeah. and nobody else was involved and th- and that's what i'm trying to do i i, I think i'm happier now mm. just being able to enter into my car and roll out to this sacred ground yeah, and this, to hang out this, with you. this right here living truthfully space right and it's the middle of the week and someone might ask, what? What are you doing? Oh my God, yeah, prof, why are you recording? I'm like, yes, because I've chosen that in my life. Yeah. I will not burn out. And this this is therapeutic for me as well. Yeah, it is. And me, you yeah. know, I think I think there's a message you're telling men. Yes. I think it's for both genders, but I yes. want to speak to my brothers. Yes. And say, don't feel guilty. Yes. For creating space for yourself. By the, oh my goodness. Let me tell you, Amani, you have said it. I want you to kick back to those days in Deo, yeah, right? Yeah. Kick back. Me, in fact, mm. the girl I used to date, she knows herself, and I'm <laughs> sure she's going to listen to this. Our idea of a relationship was mm. being together 24-7. Yep. And while it was really great for endorphins and mm. love and, and all that stuff. And we used to wait for each other after class and <laughs> your shorty is waiting for you over there in fact, to walk in down to the cafeteria yes, together. Because because of P in the love. Eh? Yeah. Passion. Passion, yeah. And and, and, and and even intimacy because they're sharing yeah, all these things yeah, and yeah. life's journey. Yeah. But then here's the thing. After doing that for two months, you end up not having stories. Mm. Actually, people start fighting when they don't have anything new to tell each other. Yeah. To fill that space because nobody's, mm. you know, most people are not comfortable in mm. silence. Mm. Start now noticing flaws and mm. things you didn't expect. Mm. Mm. Why didn't you call me today? And it's like, uh, we don't have new things to talk about. Don't even get me started on that. But so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so one of the things I tell people who are in relationships or even with relationships with other people, step away, mm. learn a few things, gather things, mm. and so that you can come and have something refreshing to feel with each other. You know, I wish people could learn that in relationships. And people need to give each other space. That it's so important, you know. Like, like to be you, just... So a, a, a story is told about this famous artist that mm-hmm. was not inspired mm-hmm. and he had hit 
let's say artist block mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so guy used to paint his creative block yeah creative yeah. block mm-hmm. so you so you got this creative block yeah, paint painting block painting block right and so as he's walking down the street he finds this guy who's a beggar mm. seated outside an amazing structure mm. and right there his creativity was fucked and he mm. said oh my god i'm going to do this guy's portrait mm. so he comes and tells and because this guy was a celebrity mm. He goes to him and this guy's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, painter X has come to me." And the, and the guy tells him, "You know what? Since I don't have my brush and I don't have my toolkit, please don't move. Sit still. Just still, sit still. Mm. Let me go get my things and I come and draw you because you've brought back, you've become my muse. Mm. You're my thing and you're going to make me big again." Mm. So the guy goes. In the time when he's going, some guys come and say, "Oh my goodness, that was painter. He wants to paint you. Wow, 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 wow. Do you know how you look right now?" you're dirty, you need clothes, so the guys at the store come, give him endorsement deals, they give him, blah, the guy's in a suit, guy comes back. <laughs> when the painter comes back, finds a totally different guy. Finds somebody different and he's so heartbroken. It's like, why? What did you do? Mm. What did you do? I wanted you the way you were. Mm. Not the way you thought I wanted you to mm. be. And this is the problem of that hostage. By the way, we are willing hostages you're taken hostage by stockholm someone. syndrome stockholm you start identifying with the needs mm. of your hostage taker mm. boom bro that one you you i'm brighter than i look by the way or is this picture right i'm telling you yeah. you're right stockholm syndrome and so most of our relationships are you're taken hostage then now you start identifying with your hostage taker and you suspend your life and that's how you find chicks especially are notorious for suspending their lives for the needs of the guy mm. and they start just losing their identity who they are and a lot of women I, and because i know a lot of women listen to this podcast mm. and will be listening to mine as well i think it's important for them to know a new word called individuation being able to individuate yourself to become an individual but also part of a team that you don't have to exactly lose your identity for you to fit in it's about looking for intersections more than blending yourself into the other person that is the key of not being a hostage i've got to let you go because i know you're trying, uh, yeah, you're trying to, to get back to to, <laughs> to school but yes. we can't go mm-hmm. before yes we discuss the next hottest podcast in town in fact i'm so scared because <laughs> i'm be like eh, do not be. i used to be king let me tell you something i'm playing with you i know bro i'm so excited about your podcast yeah, yeah. um you're you're ready to start we i everything is set everything is set i mean i you know you've you've motivated me i think the conversation is is really growing mm. and because of that I'm so excited to you know I'll be launching in the next one or two weeks just listen out for it I'll make sure that on your podcast you'll give it a shout out no 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 we, 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 first, <laughs> do, do you have a name for it do you know what you want to call well, it well I know of course it's going to be called the Dr. Oscar podcast okay the Dr. Oscar podcast, podcast. Okay. but I'm going to look for what the the first part is um, there, there's some few words I'm playing with but I'll, but I'll tell you about them okay but the Dr. Oscar podcast that is the most essential part I mean just to you know mm. that people know me as Dr. Oscar so mm. that's mm. I thought as a brand that that's important but it's basically going to be provocative mm. it's going to be honest i can i can i can assure you guys it's going to be provocative because this guy is about to um explain yeah i hope justify <laughs> why meant it that's going to be episode number one. i think that you know i've been really doing research and talking to people mm. because i think it's important to not misrepresent the facts it's important to just be like a photographer mm. most photographers the best photographers are the ones who don't apply photoshop mm. they just as it is capture the image just capture it, it. Yeah. so at least the listener can make up their mind at the end of it all mm. because it's not about giving excuses but at the same time it's also helping people to know when they need to seek help as opposed to just accepting things as you know as status quo mm. for example we're going to be challenging the question that all men are dogs um i think that's more of an outcome statement than an intrinsic statement what that means is men are not created dogs mm. they become dogs and that's what i'm talking about the creation of the dog <laughs>
listen guys you have to look out for yeah. dr oscar's podcast yes. um you're likely to be mind blown every time well, you, you listen to him thank because you. that's what happens in almost every conversation i have with him thank you man i want you to recommend your friends and i'm gonna i'm gonna post a link, your, yes. your, a link to your podcast yeah. once we have the first episode out and please follow and subscribe him uh subscribe to his podcast and and just you know show him as much love as you guys have shown me thanks so much i want to thank you wow for coming Wow, Amani, always a pleasure. This is a ball for me and, and, and look, I, I'm happy that there's this space. I don't think there's anyone else that would do this better than you. So even as I start my podcast, I'll be doing a lot of referencing to you because what you've done is groundbreaking. Thank you. I, I, think, I think there are many men capable. I was just, I did it afraid. Well, but I did it. That's the know. best way to do things. It, <laughs> it didn't have to be yeah. It didn't have to be rehearsed. It didn't have to be like fake. Mm. Yeah, so it's true. It's, and so. and I've had good help. I want to give a shout out to my boy Lee, the best producer, super producer Kanyoto. <laughs> That's uh, right. From Big City Studios. If you're looking to set up a podcast, uh, yeah. I'd say come down to Big City Studios. Right. Uh, check out Lee and have a conversation with him. He's he's done a fantastic job. Doctor Oscar, you're a good man. Well, and so are you, Amani. I can't wait to have another conversation with you. We will. Listen. Yes. Because you're starting your podcast, uh-huh. I'm going to give you a deal. Please. I'll be on a podcast once a month. So At least. Welcome. At least. You can do more. Well, no problem. But I want you on mine once a month. <laughs> <laughs> Just once a Hostage month. Taking. Hostage, Hostage taking. Hostage taking. Hostage <laughs> taking. Nice, bro. I want to say thank you to Dr. Oscar. I want to say thank you all who are listening. Um, we start a new series. I can't wait to have that conversation. It's going, it might be a tad controversial, so it might need a little protection. Um, but as we've said before, share, share, share this podcast with people who need to hear it. There's a lot of gems of things that have been said. Uh, but more importantly, also just please um, give me feedback. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you hear. Let me know what are your questions. Let me know what this podcast is doing for you because that gives us life. It gives us fuel. It makes us want to keep doing this and be better at it. And God bless you. Remember, imagine life, though it's hard, can be done. And all you have to do is keep your head up and find some mind space for you. God bless.